Welcome to the Organic Content Marketing Podcast with your host, Katie Toby Grinley. I'm here to share what I've learned about content, marketing, building a community from running my multiple businesses. So get ready for tips, trainings, and mindset shifts so you can create not only epic content, but an incredible business. Hi, hello, welcome back to another episode. This week, I am joined by a very special guest. It's Jude from Ready Steady website. Hi Jude. Hello, thank you for having me. Thank you so much for coming on. So Jude, we've known each other for a little while now. Um, You are the co-founder of Ready Steady website along with your lovely husband Chris and I love that Chris is the website designer and I love that you do all the website strategy and the user experience. So obviously this podcast is all about organic content marketing and I think a lot of people forget about content when it comes to their website because I just feel like when we think of content we when it comes to our website I think maybe like just blogs and it's so much more than that isn't it absolutely and I think when it comes to the content on your website you've got to start planning it even before your website is created we have a little phrase that kind of we certainly use in our business and I think it's used in the web industry in general that content is king like everything should be circling around your content you don't want to have a web design and then try and cram your content into it you need to have your content first you need to know the messages that you want to get across on each of your pages get that written so then you can fit your design around that to get that right message across to your like ideal clients that are coming to your website and then once you've planned that content to start off with it's then an ongoing process like so many people go well my website's finished and they just leave it there like it's a painting on a wall and that's not really how it works with a website no your business is going to change over time you should be reviewing your content to make sure it's reflecting that you'll have new offers you need to put things out there but also having blog posts like you just said um perhaps putting case studies up perhaps putting new testimonials on there putting new images onto a portfolio area you know whatever's relevant to your business that's all new content that you need to be thinking about and adding frequently and consistently as your business develops I love what you said right at the start that you should create your content first and then like create the website because I've definitely been guilty of finding a pretty template. (laughs) Oh, I like the look of that. That looks pretty. And then trying to, yeah, cram the content into that template. Yeah. And using templated websites are great. You know, they're a really, really cost effective way of getting your website set up, especially if you're newer in business. But there are so many different templates out there. Templates can be really flexible. So you definitely need to do your planning and your content creation first to guide you in choosing the right template to fit your content. Yeah, definitely. So with our content, what actually should we be trying to achieve with it? Like what is the main goal for the website content? 
main goal of your website content is either to draw people in to actually visit your website in the first place, especially if you are putting blog posts out there. You need to be writing about things that your ideal client will be searching for, will be looking for, that are answering the questions that they've got. Um, and then secondly, once people are actually there on your website, your content needs to show them straight away that they are in the right place, that you are who they are looking for and that you can solve their problems, answer their questions, give them whatever they want or need. That is what your content needs to do. Um, and it's keeping in mind actually what your ideal client will be searching for that's so important because we see people falling into this trap of writing these fantastic blog posts that are probably incredibly interesting to other people within the industry, um, are using terms that other people in the industry will know and will perhaps be searching for, but their clients would not be. You know, we work with a lot of nutritional therapists and we've seen them writing blog posts about like, how does this very technical name part of the body um, get affected by the foods that you eat? And it's like, no one is searching for that. No. They're going, why am I feeling bloated every morning? Or they're going, you know, I'm really struggling with headaches and feeling lethargic. What can I do about that? They're not yeah. going, oh, well, yes, that part of the nervous system is like, that's not what they're looking for. So I think that's a trap that people fall into sometimes. They go far too much into the industry-specific mm. jargon and they don't think about, oh, actually, what are the people I want to work with actually asking? Yeah, because really all people want to know is, you have you got the answer to my problem and can you help me? Yeah. Absolutely. And that needs to be so clear straight away as people hit your website. Yeah. OK, so would you say that's the biggest mistake people make when it comes to their blog? So, yeah, when it comes to their blog, I think that's one of the biggest mistakes people make, that they get very, very sort of into like, oh, I'm showing just how much knowledge I've got and how amazing I am. And that's brilliant. But if no one's ever going to find it because it's not got the right title, then you're not showing anybody that. So yeah, when it comes to blogging, I think that is definitely a mistake that people make. The other mistake that people make with their blog is they write one blog post and then about five months later they go, I should probably write another one, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas you want to be doing it consistently and I'd say at least once a month really is good. Okay. Um, so yeah. And then what would you say like the biggest mistake people make with their website? content other than buying a pretty template first <laughs> I think launching into their autobiography on their homepage is a mistake that I see quite often I um a little while ago went to a chocolatier's website um, and it looked lovely and I was looking I don't can't eat gluten and I don't eat refined sugar so when it comes to chocolate that's a bit of a problem especially the refined sugar bit um so I but this is a really sort of specialist chocolatier and I thought you know maybe they would do ranges that are you know refined sugar free um and so but I went to the home page and it talked all about how their grandfather had set up the business and why they decided to take it over and which was a lovely story but I just wanted to go, where are your ranges of chocolates? And I wanted to go and see, like, what are the ingredients of the chocolates? And finding any of that kind of information was so difficult. And I found a different site that straight away had 
We do gluten-free ranges, dairy-free ranges, refined sugar-free ranges, had all these beautiful pictures of their chocolates. I could click in, I could see full lists of ingredients and I was like, excellent, I am now their customer. And on their about page, they probably had their story of why they started their business and I could have gone and had a look and it would have been lovely. But the first person didn't get my business because yeah. it didn't tell me what I needed to know. And especially I think now everyone's so much more aware of allergies and more aware of like things they can and can't eat. Mm. But if you're selling food, ingredients have got to be so quick and easy to find on your website because that's what people are looking at first. Yeah. So if you have like a really interesting story like the fist website where you know it was their grandfather that started it um you know all this history blah 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 blah. do you think that needs its own page so like there's actually a separate about page and then like our story page yeah I would have an our story or an about page definitely on your home page you can have a little about panel so you know, first first top third of the page needs to definitely be focusing in on your ideal clients, problems, needs, wants. And then you can have a bit of testimonial and then a little about panel with a first, you know, five sentences, a little bit about you with a find out more, which then heads over to your full about page. But yeah, don't launch into your story straight away without actually giving people a chance to see what it is you do see your specific knowledge and everything first okay that was super super helpful if you are listening to this and you're thinking oh goodness I'm making all of these mistakes don't worry um I've made them all don't worry um you can rectify them but what I do love about Jude and Chris is that they are so friendly and so approachable even if you're doing everything wrong they tell you in the most fantastic way and they'll be like don't worry we can change all of this like it's like no big deal and they actually have an awesome challenge coming up it's starting the 18th of September and it's called website shame to website fame I mean that name in itself Jude needs a round of applause I have to say, I can't take credit for that one. That was Chris. Well who, done, uh, Chris. Popped that out of his head. So yeah, and so, as soon as he said it, I was like, that's an awesome name. <laughs> yes, awesome. Um, So can you tell us a little bit about that? And what I will do is I'll include the link to the challenge below. And if you're um listening to this way past 18th of September, is this a challenge that you're going to be doing like on a regular basis yeah we this will be the second time we've done it and so at the moment I'm liking it and I'm thinking it will be an ongoing thing but even if it's a little while until it comes around again we are always happy to be approached um for like we, we're happy to have a little chat with people or we've got other freebies and resources so yeah if people even have missed out on the challenge they can definitely still get in touch and we can work out ways to help people and yeah get them sorted with their website um but yeah the challenge on starting on the 18th is it's a really nice quick easy three-day challenge with one specific action to take each day 
that will help people to make those just some little changes that can make such a big difference to how their content is coming across, to how they grab their ideal client's attention when they first hit the website, to how they can get their expertise across in a way and their experience across in a way that doesn't launch them into a full on yeah biopic. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, there are and it is really nice, three easy, quick tasks to take. And yeah, at the end of the last challenge, people were so happy because it just got them thinking differently and made them realize, oh my goodness, this is so simple when you know how to do it. Um, so yeah, so it is a really good challenge that actually has outcomes at the end. Fabulous. And we like keeping things simple, uncomplicated, don't we, Jude? Absolutely. That very much sums me up. Yeah. Perfect. Well, I, I, I feel that way as well. Like, I, I like things simple, easy. Let's not overcomplicate anything because life is complicated enough. Absolutely. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, Jude, thank you so much for all of those incredible tips. I will leave all of your links below, including the link to sign up for the challenge. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for listening.